Welcome everyone to Dead Talk Live. I'm your host Viz. I want to welcome all of our viewers from around the world. If you are joining us for the first time tonight and want more information about our show, please visit us on the web at deadtalklive.com. And as always, if you have yet to do so, please visit our YouTube channel, which is called Dead Talk Live. Feel free to go ahead and subscribe. And if you're there right now, please hit the thumbs up button on this broadcast. So we have our regulars. We have Khaleesi, Singer Check, and Saz are going to be moderating on YouTube. Face, uh, I'm sorry, on YouTube. Marie is going to be moderating on Instagram. Want to welcome Mary Martins, 42, who's just joined us on Instagram. On YouTube, we have CC Wheezy, who's with us. Again, uh, Melko is with us on Facebook. Sammy, Lindsay, Jason, welcome to all you guys. And I apologize for being several minutes late tonight. Uh, we did add a fifth streaming network to our list. We are now streaming to five different platforms. As of tonight, we are officially streaming to Twitch as well. Thought I'd give it a try, see how that plays over on Twitch. Twitch is desperately trying to rebrand itself as not only a gaming streaming site, but more competitive with the other streaming sites outside of the gaming world. So let's see how that goes. If you want to find us on Twitch, it's Dead Talk Live, as always. You can search for us there, and if you find us, please feel free to follow us on Twitch as well. So we'll, I'll let you guys know how that progresses. It's weird starting an account from scratch, and it's like zero followers. We're like, whoa, yeah, yeah, but you know. Throughout the, all the other four platforms, we have a nice, you know, comfy 340,000 people who I'm so grateful to who follow us and follow our content. And you guys are awesome. I don't say that enough, but you guys are the best followers in the world. And I want to thank you so much for doing so. And we got a video submission today from Hard Productions. Uh, it's a Rick tribute. And I have to admit, he submitted it earlier on today, but it's been one of those crazy days where I have not even seen it yet. So I'm going to be watching it for the first time with you guys. And I'm looking forward to watching it. Like I said, it's a Rick Grimes tribute. We're going to be checking it out here in a second. And it's going to be great because, well, Hard Productions does great work. So here it is, guys. Check it out. You once said, we don't kill the living. Well, that was before the living tried to kill us. But don't you see, if we do this, the, the people that we were, the, the world that we knew is dead. Good luck, dumbass. And this new world is ugly. It's harsh. It's a, it's a, it's a survival of the fittest. I still think there's a plan. I still believe there's a reason. You think it's all a test? Life was always a test. We are worse than we were. Me and you, we are. There ain't no grave can hold my body down. There ain't no grave can hold my body down. 
When I hear that trumpet sound I'm gonna rise right out of the ground Ain't no grave can hold my body down Well, look way down the river And what do you think I see? I see a band of angels And they're coming after me Ain't no grave can hold my body down I wanted to kill him. Ain't no grave can hold my body down. Be easier. Well, look down yonder, Gabriel. Put your feet on the land and see. But Gabriel, don't you blow your trumpet until you hear from me. There ain't no grave can hold my body down. Ain't no grave can hold my body down. Well, meet me, Jesus, meet me Meet me in the middle of the air and if these wings don't fail me, I will meet you anywhere. Ain't no grave can hold my body down. There ain't no grave can hold my body down. Well, meet me, mother and father. Meet me down the river road. And mama, you know that I'll be there when I check in, my lord. Ain't no grave can hold my body down There ain't no grave can hold my body down There ain't no grave can hold my body down We've both lost everything Everything good Because we haven't lost everything We have And we can't go back So let's just finish this Wow. Brilliant. I mean, I never thought I'd see a video edit with a Johnny Cash song. But that was done brilliantly. Awesome work, Hard Productions. Uh, I mean, Hard Productions, his work is so awesome. Like I said, I don't even need to preview the video to know it's going to be amazing. And with full confidence, display it live here on the air uh, for all you guys to see it and for me to see it for the first time as well. So... Great job, Ethan. That was amazing. Awesome. I will be posting that later on tonight throughout our entire social media networks on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. So if you guys missed it or caught it halfway through, don't worry. It'll be available throughout the Dead Talk Live social media platforms uh, after the show, pretty soon after tonight's show. So anyway, let's go on with uh some news and you know i just saw the comment and you're right you can't really go wrong with a rick grimes video and god knows there are so many rick grimes tributes negan those are like the top two big favorites when it comes to video editing and putting together tributes and compilations but every time you see one it's something new 
the song adds a different effect, different emotions, different feelings. And like I said, I never thought I'd ever hear a Johnny Cash song on a Walking Dead video edit. So it just goes to show you, it's all about the creativity. And that's what I love seeing. Singer Chick writes, Andrew Lincoln wanted Johnny Cash's song, Hurt, played during his horseback ride in the last episode. Did not know that. I did not know that. That's what he wanted. That's the first time I'm hearing that. Welcome to all our new uh, viewers who just joined us on Instagram. Uh, welcome to Justin on YouTube. Uh, I'm a white boy says Nine Inch Nails. Now, I'm a huge Nine Inch Nails fan, and, uh, oh man, talk about uh, Trent Reznor, who really is Nine Inch Nails, it's Trent Reznor, they came out with their first album in 1987, and back then, it was just so ahead of its time, Trent Reznor's music was so ahead of the 80s, the rest of the stuff that was being played in the 80s, including all the Metallica and the heavy metal stuff that was out. It was, uh, you know, the name of the first album was called Pretty Hate Machine. It was released in 1987. And back then, because it was such a new, different style of music, uh, it started a whole new genre of music, industrial. Industrial music was revolutionized by Trent Reznor and Nine Inch Nails, and they are still... Uh, they're still going strong today. And there have been uh, quite a few Nine Inch Nail songs played throughout The Walking Dead. Um, and uh, there was one where Spencer, Deanna's son, I forget which episode uh, number, I believe it's season six of Fear the Walking Dead. It's the very opening minutes of an episode like I said, for the life of me, I can't remember which episode, but it's Nine Inch Nails playing. And Spencer is listening to it. And um, I went on social media afterwards and somebody made this really funny comment. They say Spencer is nowhere near cool enough to be listening to Nine Inch Nails. And I just thought that was funny. And it's it's true. Spencer was a coward. Uh, I, I, that just made me laugh. Uh, my white boy is saying, no, no, no. It's Nine Inch Nail song. Look it up. I know not the Hurt song is by is Nine Inch Nails. That's who I'm referring to. Johnny had to ask Trent uh, to use his song, Hurt. I don't think that's accurate. Johnny Cash uh, has not been with us for a while. Uh, don't know when he passed away. But Hurt came out. It's been a while. It's been a good, what, 15 years or so. Uh, I may have my facts wrong on that. If, if I am, please someone step in and let me know. But, you know, I'm a white boy writes, Johnny Cash did hurt like 10 years ago. He had to ask Trent Reznor. Okay, 
We're not going to get into that long of a discussion about it live, but I'm going to definitely fact check that. I'm going to definitely fact check that. Uh, I'm a white boy because I that just doesn't sound right. That timeline doesn't sound right to me. But I'm going to I'm I'll, I'll fact check it. And you could be right. You could absolutely be right. But uh first of all, the song Hurt is older. The Nine Inch Nails version is a lot older than 10 years. We're talking uh, early 2000s. Uh, no, it's even, sorry, it's even earlier than that. I saw Nine Inch Nails play at Madison Square Garden for uh, two straight nights, and they played Hurt, and that was back in 94 or 95. So that's 25, 26 years ago. So, uh, yeah, you are, yeah, and CC Weezy's also saying it, uh, r- saying, right, Nine Inch Nails release Hurt in 1994. Uh, I'm a white boy, says Johnny Cash did it in 2002. All right, I know Hurt is, okay, well, I have no idea. I mean, that the the nine inch nails hurt 1994 sounds correct the johnny cash 2002 i am not too sure about that i will check it out i will check it out anyway guys uh we'll have to wait and find out about that one uh the walking dead preview special 2021 to air ahead of the new extra bonus episodes it's some kind of uh, preview special. The Walking Dead's Chris Hardwick hosts an all-new preview special when The Walking Dead returns with new episodes in February 21. The Walking Dead's preview special announced by Hardwick, Hardwick during the first ever The Walking Dead holiday special, which is now streaming on AMC+, brings together the zombie drama's cast and crew for a peek at the new extended episodes of Season 10, which will premiere on February 28th on, uh, on AMC, and probably, hopefully, uh, a couple days earlier on AMC+. The virtual edition of Talking Dead will air on AMC+, and cover all six episodes of season 10. Now, look at this. They're calling it season 10C. What's 10B? Oh, I get it. 10A was the first eight episodes. 10B is the last eight episodes, and they're calling these six extra episodes season 10C. You know, I wonder between now and February... How many more creative ways are they going to try to package these six extra episodes? You know, season 11 pre-A, season 11, you know, negative one. Who the hell knows? I mean, damn. Uh, I'm a white boy says, as I said, 10C. Well, taking place in the aftermath of the Whisperer War that came to a bloody end in October's A Certain Doom, The Walking Dead's preview special is projected to air Sunday, 
February 21st, which is one week before we get the first of six episodes. Uh, And the first one is going to be called Home Sweet Home. Again, it's going to be airing on February 28th. One week before uh, the October 4th premiere of the long-delayed finale in October, the network aired the Walking Dead Universe preview special encompassing all three shows with guests from spinoffs Fear the Walking Dead and The World Beyond. Excuse me. I'm really excited about it so much, uh, about what's in all these episodes. There are these really focused stories, each one, so you really get to dive into people in a fun way. I think executive producer and showrunner Angela Kang said about the extended season 10 during the holiday special. We get to do a whole little arc with Daryl and Carol that I think is really fun. We get to see the group that got caught by some of the folks in the white trooper armor, or as I like to call them, the stormtrooper outfits. So that's Ezekiel, Eugene, Yumiko, and Princess. I didn't know we were going to get to see the, the, any mention of the Commonwealth people on those six episodes, but apparently we are. So we're going to find out a little more about what's going on in that uh, regard. The episodes will reveal never-before-seen characters with guest stars Robert Patrick, who plays Maze. And Robert Patrick is uber-famous. He was uh, uh, the antagonist in Terminator 2, the liquid metal guy, and a whole bunch of stuff ever since then. We can also see Okia Amiakwari, who plays Elijah, the masked ninja person. And of course, Hillary Burton Morgan, Lucille, J.D. Morgan's real-life wife. I'm really excited to share an episode that's got Gabriel and Aaron with Robert Patrick as the guest star. And for people who know the actor, he is amazing. Now, like I said, Robert Patrick played uh, the Bat Terminator in Terminator 2, the liquid metal guy. I love Terminator 2. I think I like Terminator 2 better than the first one. But anyway, he's also gone on to do so much stuff after that. A role that also sticks out. He was in the last several seasons of The X-Files. After Mulder, David Duchovny left the show. uh, And a whole bunch of other stuff. Khaleesi writes, loved him in Scorpion. That's another good one. Um... uh, let's see, Philip writes, I hope we see some short, some sort of comic. Uh, I don't know. Let's, I mean, we got to wait. But just Robert Patrick bringing him on to the cast of The Walking Dead, that's, that's awesome. I'm, re- I'm really excited about that. Angela goes on to say, I've been a fan of him forever and ever and ever. So he's amazing in the episode as well as our characters are amazing. It kind of sucks, though, that we're probably only going to get to see him in one episode. It would have been great if they could bring him on, maybe for the season 11 Commonwealth arc, where we get to see him for more than just one episode. That's just what kind of an amazing actor he is. But, you know, 
one episode can definitely leave uh, an impression on all of us. We'll find out about what Maggie has been up to a little bit. There's a lot of story to unpack there. And then there's obviously that Maggie Negan story that we are going to be seeing. The extended season 10 of The Walking Dead ends with Here's Negan, a prequel teaming real-life married couple, the Morgans, Jeffrey and Hillary, when it reveals Negan's untold origin story. And uh, let's see, you know, when we do get to see the origin story on the screen, uh, how much is that origin going to veer off from what we know about Negan in the comic books? Is it going to stay faithful to the comic books? I'm sure it's going to be a nice mix of both. Uh, Lindsay Sparks writes, Loved Robert Patrick in True Blood and Sons of Arnicky. Exactly, the dude has been in everything. He's just one of those actors that has been in so much. Like Samuel Jackson. I mean, Samuel Jackson has been in so many different movies. Uh, Robert Patrick is like the equivalent of Samuel Jackson, uh, more for the television end. Uh, Amazing Edits is with, is with us on Instagram. Saying, Viz, do you think that Here's Negan is going to be his last episode in the series? And then they go the comic book way and we never see him again? No. No, 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 no. I know that's how it happened in the, in the comics. But Negan is going to be on The Walking Dead straight through the finale uh, in 2022. Now, when that happens in 2022, they may surprise us and kill off the character of Negan. Uh, you know, he may die in the series finale two years from now. Okay? And totally change it up from how it went with the comic books. Uh, you know, I hope it doesn't, but they may definitely do that. We just have to wait and find out. But yeah, Negan is going to be around beyond the sixth episode of these uh, extra episodes we're getting at the beginning of next year. And he's going to be a big part of the Commonwealth storyline. He's probably going to be taking on, you know... Let's say like what Dwight's role was in the comic books, minus Dwight getting killed, obviously, by Rick. Negan is going to really step up. And I don't know how and in which way they're going to do it. They can really go any way they want to with Negan. But he, in my opinion, is going to be one of the leaders representing the communities, Alexandria, the hilltop, Oceanside, in regards to when they at least initially meet and as the relationship grows between the communities and the Commonwealth. That's just my opinion. Uh, but he's going to have a big role to play with the entire Commonwealth arc. Uh, amazing edits, right? I think he maybe could be get the Rick Grimes comic book death. That's, that's, a, that's great. That's definitely, uh, I can definitely see that happening. Uh, Rick dies <clears throat> right before the final, in the issue, just before the final issue of the comic books. 
and they could do something similar with Negan. They could they could end the original The Walking Dead series and the series finale. Sorry, the series finale can very well show us Negan's death. Never know. Uh, Amazing Edits also writes, maybe with a little time jump of Herschel Jr., I mean, it's 24 episodes, a time jump is possible. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It would not surprise me one bit if we see one or more time jumps left to go in The Walking Dead. Uh, Unled Buzzer is uh, with us uh, on YouTube as well. Welcome. So, Andrew Lincoln and Denai Guerrero confirmed for reunion with the Walking Dead cast. The Walking Dead's Andrew Lincoln and Denai Guerrero have been confirmed for a reunion with their former co-stars. The actors who no longer star on the Zombie Apocalypse series will take part in a live-streamed trivia battle to raise funds for the Georgia Senate victories in support of Democratic candidates Raphael Warnock and John Ossoff. Now, we're not going to get into politics here. I don't talk politics on this show. But I think it's a great thing just bringing... uh, I mean, the show is filmed in Georgia. Whether you guys support Republicans or Democrats... That's not what we're talking about here. They just want to bring attention out uh, to the runoff election that is going to happen in the beginning parts of January. Uh, They are going to be supporting the Democratic candidates. The live event will see Lincoln and Guerrero reunited with former castmates Norman Reedus, who of course plays Daryl, Maggie, Lauren Cohen, uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Negan, and Christian Serratos, who plays Rosita, as well as Sonequa Martin-Green, Sasha. We get to see Sasha again. And Lenny James, who, of course, plays Morgan. I think that's so cool that they got Sonequa Martin-Green to come back because she's the star of uh, Star Trek Discovery, which is a huge hit for CBS All Access. Uh, So it's great that she's lending her time to come in and do this. That is really cool. Singer Chick writes, that is just freaking cool. Um, Let's see. Uh, You you guys are talking about cookies on YouTube. Uh, I want to welcome K3V, who's just joined us on Instagram. Welcome. Uh, Walking Dead superfan and regular Talking Dead guest Yvette Nicole Brown will host a reunion this Sunday, December 20th. You know, that I'm going to watch. To watch uh, all those stars, Walking Dead stars, compete in a trivia battle, that should be fun. It's something fresh, something new. And to see, you know, Negan, Rosita... Sasha, Morgan, and we get to see Rick Grimes, well, Andrew Lincoln, and uh, Denai Guerrero, Michonne. That's going to be fun. I, I highly recommend you guys watch that. And it's going to be uh, this coming uh, Sunday. So where do we get to watch it? In order, or Here we go. In order to watch the event, 
which will only be streamed once, you'll have to make a donation to the Georgia Senate Victory Fund. Ah, now that's where politics come into play. Yeah, you know? Right. Everyone has their own opinion, but I am going to be watching that. All the con contributions will help support the Democrats in Georgia, where all 10 seasons of The Walking Dead have been filmed. Guerrera exited the series in March this year after starring as Michonne for seven seasons. Lincoln, meanwhile, made his dramatic departure in 2018 when he seemingly blew himself up on a bridge to save his friends. However, as we know, Lincoln will reprise the role of Rick Grimes for a trilogy of The Walking Dead movies. And, you know, as far as I'm concerned, forget the trilogy. I mean, yeah, I'd love one. I want the trilogy, but let's focus on getting the first movie out and then we could start talking about trilogies let's let you know let them start filming the first movie and you know then we can talk about the other two in the meantime this online reunion should supply fans with a much welcomed hit of nostalgia so there you guys have it if you guys want to watch you got to make a donation to the democratic party of georgia I know not all of us watching tonight are all Democrats, and I know not all of us are Republicans. There's a split, and it's sad to say on how politics has split this country apart to where we are now, and that's all I'm going to say. I do not talk politics on this show, and that's all I ask from our fans as well. Come in here. Please leave the real world and politics at the front door. We're all here to talk about horror, zombies, and all other stuff that we enjoy talking about. Uh, Unled Buzzer wants a shout-out. There you go. Now, you've got a long-ass name, dude, so bear with me. Bear with me here, okay, guys? I'm going to give a shout-out to Unled Buzzer number three. Gaming and Comedy. That is a long-ass YouTube name. But there you go. I gave you your shout-out. And I hope it leads to a lot of good stuff. <laughs> anyway, uh, Newsbreak did an article on their opinion about the comedy spinoff of The Walking Dead. Now, if you watched yesterday's show, I gave you my opinion of the comedy spinoff let's see what newsbreak has to say how will how well are fans going to take a comedy spinoff of the walking dead after all that has happened there have been some amusing and comedic moments to say the least throughout the long journey that's been taking uh, us towards season 11 which will be coming up in 2021 and conclude in 2022. But for the most part, it's been a horror drama that many people have had plenty to say about, be it good or bad, but the only thing we really know about the comedy spinoff at this point, other than the fact that it is coming, 
is that it will apparently deal with a Walking Dead villain that is known to the fans even if they have not been named yet. Now, that last bit, this is the first time I'm reading that last bit. We all read to you, I read to you a couple days ago on how Gimple during that Christmas special said that they are in development of bringing back one of the most evil villains in the Walking Dead history, which is really a no-brainer. It has to be the governor. But this sort of makes it sound like they're going to bring that unnamed villain into the comedy series. Now, can you just imagine that for a second? You know, David Morrissey, who played the governor brilliantly, can you guys see him in a comedic spinoff of The Walking Dead? Nah. <laughs> just, you know, thinking about it is funny. That's that's comedy. Just imagining uh, the governor in a comedic role, like giving the governor a backstory. Maybe good old Philip Blake was a stand-up comedian before he decided to become a psychopathic killer. Can't see it any other way. He did not have the best sense of humor on the show. He took everything very personally. Uh, if you crossed him or even looked at him the wrong way, he will stab you in the back, literally, or shoot you in the back, literally. Uh, but other than that, I, I just don't see it. Uh, Amazing Edits writes, well, it was to be the governor, I guess. Negan would be a better fit, in my opinion. Well, Negan's got charisma, you know? He's just got charisma. That's because Jeffrey Dean Morgan has charisma. And that charisma spills over into how he portrays Negan. That's why he was such an amazing pick to, uh, to play the character of Negan. But David Morrissey, who is a brilliant actor, we loved him as the governor... By far, I mean, he has to be one of my favorite villains just because of how evil he was. Uh, but in a comedy sort of way, I, I cannot, there's not even a, a little sliver of my brain that can picture that, at least not at the moment. Anyway, that kind of leaves things up in a way that's going to endure heavy speculation and will undoubtedly bring a great deal of theory into play since people have likely already started to piece together just what might happen with this comedy series and who will be involved. You know, I hope if, they, if this thing does actually happen, and there's a lot of stuff between now and when it might make the screen that could prevent it, from happening, but if it does actually hit the screens, I hope it's an entirely just new set of people. Don't take anybody from any of the shows, make it its own separate spinoff, you know? Uh, it doesn't take fans long to start devising theories since some folks do this for a living, 
and somehow make a pretty, a pretty good chunk of money off of it. There are a few other spinoff ideas coming as well, but obviously none of them are going to be headed to the screen anytime soon, uh, at, you know, since we're at the end of 2020. And a lot of people are cheering, while others are likely wondering if the other shoe is going to drop in 2021 and prove the doomsayers right. What's next for the few years is going to mean that The Walking Dead is pretty simple. So far, since the spinoffs are going to be for a while to come, it would appear, while the Rick Grimes movies is one of the more anticipated movies that will be headed our way. The Daryl Carroll story is set up to make its way forward, hopefully, and the other spinoffs should be doing just fine as well. But a comedy spinoff still sounds like an odd choice for an idea such as this. There's no doubt that comedy has found its way into the zombie genre in the past, but it's still something that is kind of hard to equate with The Walking Dead since it's been a serious show ever since it was first released. The humor to be found in the show has usually been pretty ironic, or more like a giant sigh as the group has been able to move on and breathe a little easier, even for a little bit, while some moments have been filled with the kind of dark humor that one can't help but admit is kind of difficult to laugh at sometimes, especially with the rest of the content that the show has to offer. Movies such as Shaun of the Dead have done very well since they started out as comedies, even if they still had the very dangerous element of the zombies still eating people and mobbing those that didn't move quickly enough and were overwhelmed. Even Dawn of the Dead remake had a few comical moments in it that lightened the mood now and then. But going from a serious drama to a comedic show featured in the same world sounds like a daunting task that could pay off but could also be a huge risk since the whole idea of a zombie show or movie is that there's an impending danger around every corner. <clears throat> and I, I shared my ideas on it yesterday. I... I don't see it happen. I don't see how it's going to work in the Walking Dead universe, but I could be completely wrong. It's a it's a different idea to to be certain, but it could have enough merit to push it through depending on how it's written and which villain is being brought back. When it comes to that aspect, it does feel that there are a couple of names that could be added to the list. But that would bring into question just what time period the show would be covering since there are plenty of villains that have bit the dust over the course of the show. Bringing them back could be kind of problematic. Trying to think about who would fit the bill and how this would be uh, brought into the, into the universe is kind of difficult at this time but it has more to do with the idea of thinking of how to make the show into a comedy rather than a drama 
that's serving at the as the main sticking point, as it is with me as well. Like I said, if they does go through, don't bring anybody back. Start fresh. Yeah, keep it in the same Walking Dead universe. Keep the walkers the same. Don't make the don't make the comedy come from the walkers. Because then it's not the same universe. It's something completely different. We'll have to depend on the writers to perform their magic and wait to see what they have in store on this one since otherwise the possibilities go down some really silly avenues of thought. It's been quite a journey with the Walking Dead cast, but seeing how the spinoffs are going to work should be very, very interesting. So, uh, like I said, we just got to wait and see. Personally, uh, like I said, if they do do it, just bring in a whole new cast. Introduce us to new people. Uh, Amazing Edits writes, uh, Viz, is still a place on your Discord free? Yeah, our Discord is still up. It's called Dead Talk Live, and it's, it's free. Absolutely. Please feel free to go ahead and sign up. A lot of cool stuff that's, that goes on on our Discord server. Some interesting chats, lots of videos, and everything else. Um, Colette on Facebook writes, Can you imagine Eugene in fishnets tights singing the time <laughs> singing the time walk oh god the rocky horror right there image of eugene oh god that vision now is stuck in my head eugene josh mcdermott in fishnet stockings that that's funny that is funny i gotta admit uh I'm not going to be able to get that image out of my head now for a while. So anyway, as we mentioned yesterday, World Beyond is going to be available on Shudder, the AMC all-horror uh, streaming service, Shudder, in January 21. And they're also Shudder is also releasing a whole slew of new originals as well. December has traditionally been the month of sharing, giving, and spending time with your family, but it's probably safe to say that pretty much everyone in the country is eager to turn the page to 2021 already and skip past all that. Hulu and Netflix have already given us a peek at what's in store for January. While there's a good deal of variety over those other streaming services, if horror is what you're craving, Shudder is the place to be. Check out the list below of movies and exclusives headed to Shudder for the month of January. It's still a ways away, but one of the most immediate eye-catching entries hitting the service is The Walking Dead World Beyond. The limited series spinoff, uh, of course, The Walking Dead, the most recent series in the Walking Dead universe, delves into a new mythology about a generation coming of age in the zombie apocalypse. Fortunately, Shudder has some original series to help tide you over that are also worth a look. Leading the pack, there is Hunted, which kicks off on January 14th a modern and radical take 
on the little red riding hood tail. Haunted, haunted promises to be an exhilarating, transcendent, and frequently brutal survival tale that elevates itself with the power and myth and magic while still holding on an exact mirror to present-day society. That should be interesting. Finally, another Shudder original that deserves consideration is The Queen of the Black Magic, which will come out on January 28th, a film from Indonesian master horrors director Kimbo Stamboel and writer Juku Anwar, The Queen of Black Magic, is a supernatural vengeance tale about a family making a pilgrimage to pay their respects after the death of a family friend. Only once they arrive, they find that someone is using dark magic to avenge evil deeds long buried but not forgotten. And there have been some great horror movies, especially paranormal movies, that have come out of Indonesia. And I recently, I mentioned it about a couple earlier this week, about an Indonesian movie uh, that I saw on Shudder called May the Devil Take You Too. And it was scary as hell. And uh, if you watch it, and it will bring you back to the original Evil Dead, where these people are getting possessed And it's not like The Exorcist where you're tied to a bed, you elevate, you know, bed starts shaking. It's more like the Evil Dead type of possessions where your face completely morphs into something scary, eyes black, black dribble coming out of your mouth, ooze coming out of your ears. But anyway... Uh, there's a lot of great horror movies, especially in the paranormal realm, that have come out and are continuing to come out of Indonesia. Khaleesi writes that that sounds awesome. You should check it out if you have Shudder. So basically in January, here are just some of the titles. Uh, Super Dark Times, Fingers, A Discovery of Witches, Before the Fire, The Pit, Cub, Hunted, a Discovery of Witches, which they have it listed twice. They have it listed coming out on January 9th and also on January 16th. So that has to be a typo there. Uh, also, there's Asylum, The Beast Must Die, The Flesh and the Friends, and now The Screaming Starts, and finally, The Wolf House. And of course, world beyond so there you go a lot of new releases to hit shutter and if you've never signed up for shutter before they do offer a free one week trial uh i'd give it a try for a week and just watch as many movies as you can if you're a big horror buff like i am and if you like it it's like six dollars a month so it's up to you i would definitely recommend giving it a try. So let's move on to what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, Just looking at the time. 
And of course, the time always just flies by, and I lost the sight. We're going to be talking about anthology TV, horror, anthology TV, and movies. Now, uh, when you think of anthology uh, in the form of movies, it's uh, it's a lot of people mix it up with like sequels. How many of you guys have seen the movie or the movies have had the similar title VHS? Usually it's somebody that breaks into a house and as they're rummaging through the house, they go into a room and there's a TV that's just playing static with a VCR. And there's a bunch of these VHS uh, cassette tapes and they start playing these tapes and they watch these horrific stories that have been recorded on these tapes and while they're watching the tapes as they are robbing a house which is just a weird thing to do anyways uh weird stuff starts to happen to them so in reference to anthology, that's a type of anthology right there, where the anthology is contained all within a single movie, where you get anywhere from two to four different stories in a 90-minute movie. Um, and then you have sequels. Those are not, you know, by the definition, anthologies. When you go to TV... The best episode and probably the most successful anthology in the last 10 plus years has to be American Horror Story. Now, American Horror Story is an anthology every season, which means at the beginning of the season to the end of the season, it's a single story with a set cast. And when that season's over... They go to the next season, and it's a completely different story, but they bring back a lot of the previous season's cast. Evan Peters is probably the longest-running cast member um, on American Horror Story, along with Sarah Paulson. Sarah Paulson was not in last season's American Horror Story, 1984, which in my opinion was the weakest season of American Horror Story to date. Uh, she was in the first series, Murder House. And when American Horror Story first came out with season one, I don't know if they wanted to make it a an anthology where every season would be different they're like hey we just have this great idea for a season about this house called the murder house where people die they come back if you die in the house you get to stay there eternally as a ghost and uh sarah paulson was in that first season of American Horror Story, but she had a very small role. She uh, she played Jessica Lange's friend, and she was some kind of a medium. 
Okay. Now, obviously, American Horror Story, the first season, was very successful. And I don't know if they had decided this before they even started shooting season one or after season one ended. But they decided to go the anthology route, where every season would be a brand new storyline. Well, they were really impressed with Sarah Paulson because she is just an amazing actress. That's when season two came out, which, in my opinion, and a lot of people's opinion, is the best season of American Horror Story to date. And that is American Horror Story Asylum. Uh, Sarah Paulson plays the lead in season two. Uh... I'm not going to spoil it if you guys are planning on watching it. If you've never seen American Horror Story, think of it this way. Uh, it's This next season is going to be season 10 of American Horror Story. The beauty is, with American Horror Story, because it's an, an anthology show, you don't have to watch any of the previous seasons to watch a particular season. You can watch a particular season and not have to worry about any of the prior seasons, except there's a catch, okay? They have, in the past, uh, with season eight, I believe it was, uh, which was called Apocalypse, American Horror Story Apocalypse, where they brought two other seasons of uh, American Horror Story into season eight. You know, they brought the storylines to intertwine. Uh, I believe the the first one that they brought in was Coven, which somebody just mentioned was their favorite. Coven, American Horror Story Coven is the one with the witches. And the other one was Murder House. So, seasons one and three. So, they brought back characters from seasons one and three into season eight of American Horror Story. But even though, even though they did that, it doesn't mean that you have to watch seasons one and three to understand season eight. They do that for the, lo- for the fans that have been watching season after season just to give them... Sorry, di- I couldn't... Oh, I hate when Siri does that. Just to give you some background and, you know, to pay, you know, to give the fans something to tie together, you know, at the end of the day, uh, maybe give a little more backstory to a prior season and so on. But American Horror Story is the best definition when it comes to TV shows. Now, we all know that The Walking Dead is also doing an anthology uh, show after the main show ends in 2022. The difference is, is the uh, Tales of the Walking Dead, which is what it's going to be called, is going to be an episodic anthology, which means each episode is going to be its own story. From the start of the episode to the end, And then the next episode is going to be a completely different story with different characters, uh, cast, and so on. I don't know if they're going to do it 
I don't know if they're going to do Tales of the Walking Dead the way American Horror Story does their stuff where they reuse a lot of the same actors from the prior episode and bring them over to another episode, but as different characters. Same actor, but different characters, uh, which is what American Horror Story does season to season. I don't know if Tales from the Walking Dead is going to do the same thing since it's going to be a different story from episode to episode. But out of all the spinoffs that have been announced so far, I have to admit that Tales of the Walking Dead is the one that I'm really looking forward to. Just because the writers can go any which way they want in regards to the storyline. Want to say hello to Sadiq? Sorry, Sid Hart. Uh, sorry, Sid Hart, who's giving us a thumbs up on Instagram. Uh, Colette on Facebook writes, they do it so well. Khaleesi writes about Angela Bassett in American Horror Story. She is fantastic. Uh, Colette also says that Stevie Nicks was in American Horror Story as well. And I don't know if you guys are familiar with Stevie Nicks. She was part of the group Fleetwood Mac. And um, Stevie Nicks in real life is a white witch. She self-proclaimed as a white witch. You know, how many of you guys have watched The Wizard of Oz? Are you a good witch or a bad witch? Well, Stevie, Stevie Nicks is a good witch. And they brought her into season three, which is Coven of American Horror Story, the witches, and she played herself as Stevie Nicks. And I thought that was great. They did that really, really well. And it was really, really fun to see. Uh, also, Lady Gaga was in American Horror Story. And you're right, Sammy, she was great. Sammy uh, Dolphay on Facebook mentioned Lady Gaga. And... I want to see Lady Gaga is a is a pretty good actress. I want to see her do some more acting, take on some more acting roles, because um, you know that episode that she did uh, on American Horror Story, uh, sorry, the season, which is the season that was called Roanoke, and that's another great season of American Horror Story that is based on a true story. We don't have enough time to talk about it tonight, uh, but I will I will talk to you more about that season of American Horror Story called Roanoke, but it is based on a true story that happened around 200 years ago. Anyway, guys, we are out of time for tonight. Listen, tomorrow we're going to have a very, very special guest on our show uh, Ronan Rubenstein, who stars in the movie that just came out this past month called Smiley Face Killers, is going to be joining us. He's also co-star in 911 Lone Star, along with Rob Lowe um, and Liv Tyler. So he's going to be our special guest tomorrow night. We're going to be talking Smiley Face Killers. We're going to be talking 911 Lone Star. 
It's going to be a great interview tomorrow, so I encourage you guys to uh, tune in. Visit our website at deadtalklive.com to see our upcoming guests, our prior guests, and everything in between. Also, please visit us on our YouTube channel, which is called Dead Talk Live, and subscribe. And visit our brand new channel that we just uh, debuted today on Twitch. We are now on Twitch. The name of our Twitch channel is Dead Talk Live. So if you guys want to go over to Twitch, check it out. Follow us there. That would be greatly appreciated as well. So stay safe, guys. Don't forget tomorrow, tune in to see our interview with Ronan Rubenstein. And until then, stay walking.